Hi, this is Monica, and today is Fast Friday on the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Today, we're talking about effort level, kind of how to measure your effort level on a chart, and really, why should you? Because we have a ton of other options for measuring our running and our performance. We have GPS watches, a lot of people use heart rate, there are apps. Even if you have a coach or you're running with a group or a running buddy, we can kind of assess how hard a run is based on other factors like that. But it is super helpful and important to know your body. As an athlete, really as a human being, I really like the concept of being intuitive and kind of along the lines of intuitive eating and listening to your body signals. It's important when you are pushing your body, especially when you're training, to kind of listen to if you're more tired than usual, if there's a certain part of your body that's tighter or kind of gives you a little twinge or a signal that there might be an injury coming on, if you're more sore or you're sore longer or a normal run that used to be easy is getting harder or everything is easy and you're making a ton of progress, whatever it is, your body sends you messages. And if you can kind of be specific on how you're assessing those messages, that is helpful to keep progress up, especially if you want to run faster and stronger. So using something outside of just the technology and getting in tune with your body is super important. Also, there might be a situation where that technology is not available, where, you know, sometimes we forget to charge a watch or we forget it or it breaks or who knows. Being completely dependent on something can kind of make us crazy and stressed out. I have forgotten a watch um, when I went to an out-of-town race once and it's stressful. So getting comfortable not being dependent on that and also being able to kind of assess and be honest and accurate with yourself in how hard you're pushing. There are times when you don't hit your goal in a race and you're devastated. And if you know your body and you know, you know what? I was all out. I was at a nine to 10 on the effort scale. Like that was all I could give. It at least gives you something to go on in terms of, well, that means that I need to work on something and not necessarily I'm a failure because I didn't try hard enough. So it's important for performance in training and in races and you can kind of apply it to improving too. There are so many workouts that you can use it for in terms of speed, figuring out, for example, your 10K pace. There are a lot of speed work workouts that say, do this mile repeat at your 10K pace minus 30 seconds, something like that. And there are a lot of different ones like that. Half marathon goal pace, minus 30 seconds, plus one minute for long runs, things like that. If you don't know these paces, it's hard to figure out how hard should I push? What should I be running? What numbers am I looking for? And instead using workouts that use numbers in terms of effort level, warm up at a three, get yourself to a five for a couple miles, get back down to a three, things like that make it super useful, especially if you are new to speed work or if you're coming back from an injury or trying to rebuild doing a new distance and you're not super sure what kind of paces you should be at, using effort level can be helpful in those situations as well. Now, 
What scale do you use? How do you figure this out? The most important thing is to use a scale that works for you. So really, you can use whatever, one through 10, one through 100, all of the above kind of thing. Just be consistent and ideally make it as easy as possible for yourself. I like a good one through 10 scale. There's a popular six through 20 scale as well. Sometimes we just use zones. I know that different gyms um, will kind of just reference getting your heart rate in a different zone. And then you can kind of use that in your head if you know what that feels like to figure out what zone you're in. But if you are familiar with run, eat, repeat, or me, all of my friend, my one friend knows, I like asking questions in terms of, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you like this versus this? Or just last week on the blog, I said, on a scale of one to 10, how stressed are you right now? Because I was super stressed and I kept saying that I was a 16 on the stress level scale out of 10. No, I'm not dramatic. Why do you ask? I know. It was just, that's where I was. And I still use my little one through 10 scale. I love it. I always say that I like to play favorites, but maybe I just like to rank. I like to rank everything in a top 10 list in my life. This is not necessarily a top 10 list, but it is an effort scale from one to 10. One being the easy side, 10 being all out effort, 100% everything you got. I'm gonna kind of walk through it, but again, at the end of the day, it should be your own measure. You can kind of figure out what these different numbers mean for your effort level in your body. A one is no effort. You're sitting on the couch, chilling out, looking at your phone, maybe that's it. Maybe your thumb is the thing doing the effort, but it's chill. Two to three are easy. So it's whatever easy means for you. You can hold a conversation. You can kind of do this all day. Four to five are medium. You are doing something. You are doing something that is active. Working out, you know, doing something physical, challenging, starting to get a little more out of breath and maybe getting a little sweaty. I'm sweaty at all of these levels. I'm sweaty at a zero, like sleeping. But that's me, again. Assess the scale for your own body. So four and five are medium. You are working out. This is something that you are pushing yourself, but not necessarily, it's something you can do for a while. This is probably like a good marathon, potentially half marathon area to hang out in. Six and seven are hard. You are getting out of breath. You can't necessarily hold a conversation. It is a challenge. It's not a place that you can be in indefinitely. You can't hang out there all day like you could at like a two or three. Eight to nine is hard. So if six and seven are, I also said hard, eight and nine are really hard. They are the work, the hard work. This is you at a race. This is you pushing yourself. This is not most of the time training runs, even a lot of speed work. It is you're showing up and you're really pushing it for as long as you can at this point. It's most likely the hardest that you're going to go. It's like an eight or a nine because a 10 is 100% everything you got. You usually save this for running from a bear, your ex, I don't even know, all of the above, anything that you're trying to avoid, like your life depended on it. That is 100%. And that's the one through 10 scale. That is my like random kind of assessment of each of the numbers, but figure out what those mean for you. If you're running right now, where are you right now on this effort level? 
If you're gonna run later, figure out where your warm-up is or where the run is in general. Kind of where do you hang out? Where do you spend most of your time on the scale of one to 10? And let me know. And check out the show notes for a picture of the scale so you can check it out and for some more information. And actually, if you have any questions for me, I forgot about this. Um, You can call in and record your question and I will play it on this little RER podcast and answer your question. The number is 562-888-1644. And you can always reach out to me on social media or on the blog, hang out with me anywhere. I will take friends where I can get them. But I really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe and rate in your podcast app and have a good run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.